This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio, Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. We are live in Austin, Texas. Excited to be on the radio tonight. It's John Massengale. I have Jonathan Green on Zoom. And Les Kaiser's out on vacation. Jonathan, how are you, buddy? Do you know if I was any better, it would hurt. <laughs> you spend a lot of your whole existence that way, my friend. I do. I do. I, I, I get described by one of my producers as being uh, eminently coiled at all times. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, yes, eminently coil. That's not a bad description. Uh, which I quite like. I am rested and ready for the week ahead. I have been, I have had a lovely weekend with my dear parents on Golden Pond, who celebrated their <laughs> 61st wedding anniversary. Bless them, bless them all. And awesome. So I am refreshed and ready. I've had a bacon sandwich. I've watched the football. I've watched NASCAR. I've watched Indy. I'm good to go, man. <laughs> All right, well, that's a good segue with what we're going to talk about on the show tonight because <laughs> we got, yeah, I should have quite a bit to talk about. NASCAR has officially announced that they're coming to Dakota. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but it's official. And yep. next May is when it's going to happen. And we'll talk all about that. And we're going to talk about Honda out in F1 and how that trickles down, specifically starting with what Red Bull is going to do. We don't know, but we're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk a little bit about some IndyCar because we're down to the finale and we still don't have a champion. And uh, we got lots of local stories, too, because we're going to talk about some more about Tesla, what's going on here in Austin. We're going to talk about a company here in Austin that's an automotive related that went public. That's kind of a cool little story that's here in Austin. We're also going to talk about how the city council approved some rezoning that could result in a water park and much more popping up around Circuit of the Americas. So we've got lots to talk about, Jonathan. So why don't we why don't we start with the biggest story in town, which is NASCAR boogity 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 coming to Coda finally if official. What do you think, yeah, my friend? Um, I mean, <laughs> I went from high to low in in a matter of moments with this story because for me, this was the ultimate story. If you can have Formula One, MotoGP, NASCAR, and Indy at one circuit, and I say yeah. one circuit, but the circuit, the the, the, the most modern circuit in, in the world, um, then you've really you've really got 
especially in America, you've done it. You, you, you are gold, as they say, because NASCAR is still king in this country uh, in terms of uh, numbers and figures and uh, the potential bums on seats and the potential three-day weekend that is. Um, so I'm delighted. Uh, a, as you know, I follow NASCAR, commentate on NASCAR with uh, Motorsport Mondial. So I follow it very closely uh, and, and, and feel like coming to America, it was the one side of motorsport I didn't know as well, but I have learned over the last 10 years uh, and, and really enjoy NASCAR. Today was awesome, Scott Les's favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, Talladega. I mean, it had everything. I mean, yeah. that was straight out of uh, the film Talladega Nights. That was fantastic. Well, it was Hamlin's uh, win. It was, it was like the length of his hood. That's how, I don't know what the time was, but. 20, well, I can tell you exactly. It was 23 thousandths of a second he won <laughs> wow. by over 500 miles in the biggest circuit there is. Uh, it was absolute sheer mayhem throughout. <laughs> um, but it was really good. And, and it was, I'll tell you what it was. You know, in the days when Chad Knauss and Jimmy Johnson were at their height of their power, seven title wins, and they always just seemed, and that's why I started following Jimmy Johnson, was like, I mean, this is before stage, you know, when we had stages. Um, but whatever happened with Jimmy Johnson, even if he was 23rd at one point, by the time it came to the last 20 laps, he was there, top 10 and challenging for the win. And that's kind of how Denny Hamlin was today. You know, he he was just he was leading for the first hour. He, he kind of like was r rolling the dice between the high line and the low line. And then he disappeared. He was like 32nd at one point with James Davison hanging out with him. I'm sure <laughs> James got a bit of a shot. But um, but but then he reappeared right at the end, at just the right time. Uh, and funnily enough, as as, as so do did um, uh, Bubba Kevin Wallace. And, as well. Well, yeah. Bubba and Wallace, Bubba Wallace, you know, Wallace yeah, who what? I thought was going to finally do it. Yeah. I think that's Never another story we got to talk about is the, the Hamlin Jordan venture. Yeah. Well, I, so going back to your original question, um, I think it's fantastic news for Cota, especially on the back of Michael Jordan, who is without doubt the, the you know, the, the, the biggest living sporting legend that we have, uh, bar sort of Kobe Bryant or, I don't know any of any of you. I think uh, Cam Newtons. Yeah, it's pretty or, hard to argue with Michael Jordan. I don't yeah. think there's a bigger legend around right now. And, but but also for those that don't know, I, I, as you know, I've been involved in American superbikes for a long time, and Michael Jordan's had a team in superbikes for a long time. He he had or ten years ago he stopped recently. Uh, but the point is, Michael Jordan has followed motorsport. Denny Hamlin, who his partner is for. Um, this uh, adventure um, who won today um, is also a big Jordan fan goes to all his, or used to go to all his games. So they're big friends. And so Denny Hamlin is trying to coat has been trying to coax um, Michael Jordan for many years to get involved in NASCAR and spend some money on it. And I think that uh, politically uh, Michael has just felt that the black lives matter and the issues and the diversity that a lack of a diversity in motorsports has led him to pick up a 26 year old black guy, the only black guy in um, NASCAR, Bubba Wallace, and say, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do this together. They've got Denny Hamlin um, as a co-partner. I think it's a really exciting and progressive uh, thing for, for NASCAR going forward. Yeah. And I want to talk about some of the details because so NASCAR is going to host Coda on uh, it'll take place on May 23rd, and you can actually get tickets 
There's a new website. It's NASCAR at Coda.com, I believe. And I'll check that right now. But but you can go there and, and start signing up for tickets. And so May 23rd. But what's interesting is, yeah, it's NASCAR at Coda.com. And what's interesting is the way they've gone about it. And because what they're doing is they're doing it through Speedway Motorsports, which, of course, if you if you know Speedway Motorsports, they have eight of the biggest NASCAR properties, including Atlanta Motor Speedway, Bristol, Charlotte Motor Speedway, Kentucky, Las Vegas, New Hampshire, Sonoma, and Texas Motor Speedway are all properties of Speedway Motorsports. So essentially, they've got a, a vendor to come in that knows what the heck they're doing to come bring a cup race to Coda. So I think that's a brilliant way to do that. And they've got, I don't know, 60-year history, that company does, bringing uh, motorsports and entertainment to into the NASCAR world. So I think yeah, it's a great I also idea. Hope it- yeah, and I also hope it sort of fulfills Bobby's uh, Bobby Epstein's sort of progress with his RV park. Uh, that's a side of the business that when we first started in 2012 with Formula One, you know, if you go to Daytona uh, to the 500 or you go to, you know, some Sebring, for example, those are all like long, big festival events where people camp out and really enjoy their time uh, and bring the RV and make it a festival of people, not just a race. And I'm hoping that this NASCAR event will have some longevity. It'll take some time, but but the, the facilities and, and the space is now there for RVs, for 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 Coda. And I hope that, that is, it, it becomes one of those events. May would be the perfect time of year as well. So there's a lot of really good things going for it. Um, and I hope it becomes a real festival sort of Americana sporting event. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know, local media-wise... It's uh, it's the one story that every single news station, every television station, everybody immediately picked up on because, like, you start at the top of the show, and it's it's NASCARs, it's Americana. And having, you know, I think still a lot of people in Austin, they don't really even know all the, the nuance of Formula One and, and, uh, and even IndyCar and some of the other sports car racing. For sure they don't. But when you say NASCAR, everybody in Austin knows what you're talking about. And I think that's why it's it's I think it's a, a, a great, a fantastic thing for us. And uh, the, the only problem I see, Jonathan, is is the way this whole story plays into something you said a minute ago. And it's the first thing I thought of, too, when I said we've got NASCAR. That means we've got Formula One. We've got IndyCar. We've got MotoGP. We've got NASCAR. We've got you know, all the sports that's car full, racing. That's a full house. That yeah. is, that is. I mean, that, what else could you possibly get to Nothing. To, to top that, right? There's only Nothing. one problem with that, is that we're not on the IndyCar schedule next year. Yeah, and I'm wondering if there's politics uh, from uh, north of Austin playing onto that. You know, I guarantee you all of us who are, you know, immersed in motorsports thought of Eddie Gossage when we found out that, that IndyCar was not coming back to coda because so yeah yeah so can i put it in a context of a couple of weeks yeah within yeah. two weeks we heard that texas motor speedway was going to get the all-star uh all-star race which is probably the jewel in the crown it used to be at charlotte so that's a that's a big race for nascar yeah the june date june 11th date is sort of fixed in the calendar for NASCAR at Texas Motor Speedway. It's been a good event uh, over the years. Um, it never fills the place, but it's so huge. 
Um, and, um, you know, it's about as late in the year that you want to go uh, that hot, as it were, because, you know, it could be very hot uh, in Dallas at, in June. You certainly wouldn't want it in July. So, so, but the point is the all-star event is one of the biggest of the lot. So that's exciting. And then it, then we find out that NASCAR is coming to Coda, and we think, oh, that's really good. And then we find out that Eddie Gossage has got two indie dates in May, the one month that Indy is massively popular because at the end of May, as we all know, it's the Indy 500. So the only thing before the Indy 500 2021 are two races at Texas Motor Speedway. Mm. So that's why I feel that somebody, and maybe it's the company that you just mentioned. Uh, and, and I mean, it's good. I mean, you know, you can look at it both ways, but I think Eddie wins the game there. Yeah, and I have another theory on why I think that we may not be on the calendar, but we have to go to a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that. Or we're going to also talk, uh, Price Cobb is going to join us, hopefully, if he can get the number dialed in, and then we're also going to talk Formula One because of the Honda backing out and all how that affects everything. So stay tuned with us. You're listening to Speed City, and we'll be back at these messages. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town, in your favorite store, or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company. Born, bred, and brewed in Texas. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Talk 1370, the right choice.
Roger Hayden, Factory Yosemir Suzuki. This is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we went to break. We were talking about the lack of IndyCar next year at Coda. But we have been joined on the line by someone who can help us answer that question, Hope, or at least have some fun talking about it. We want to welcome to the show Lamar winner Price Cobb. Price, how are you today? Hey, guys, I'm great. Thanks for having me on, and it was wonderful to uh, sneak in without you all knowing I was here. It was great <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you agree with anything we said? Or I mean, you know, I mean, what's your take on this? Because, like I said, we had a two-week period where we were kind of like, oh, NASCAR's coming to town, and, and then suddenly Indy's not coming to town, and it kind of, hey, whoa. What are your thoughts? Yeah, sadly, you know, Jonathan, uh, I, I've been thinking about that for just a short while, and I truly don't know. Uh, with Roger Penske owning the show today, it's hard to believe that politics with Eddie and the boys up north could affect it. But what do I know, right? So maybe that was part of the, hey, don't don't run IndyCar, run NASCAR here. So, but I'm just guessing, guys. I don't know. I, you know, I really wish that that everybody would be play friendly with everybody at all times because I don't understand. You know, I, I believe that some of us, certainly myself, I, I like all forms of motorsports. I mean, I'm the guy that if two people hot rod or they're, they're uh, lawnmowers, I'm going to be out there watching it. Cause it's just <laughs> it's just as enthusiastic to me, no matter what it is, man and machine. But, but beyond that, I just don't get it. You know, I, I want to see all forms of racing. Let's play nice. Let's go racing. I'll tell you why I don't like the indie thing is yeah. we had 2019. It was yep. the first time Indy been here. They had winter testing here. They made a big hoopla about it. Uh, we had winter testing again here. So it's a good track. They like coming here. Uh, Colton Herter was the winner. It was good race. Um, sure, there wasn't the, you know, it wasn't a Formula One crowd. But, you know, um, I, I think it was a good move to come. COVID stepped in when we had a date for this April. And obviously... No one can do anything about that, just as MotoGP and Formula One. But right. to do that to Bobby Epstein when he's trying to build a brand with you just smacks of something not right. Because why would you do that when you've had a, hardly had a chance to market it? Yeah, gosh, you know, it's, it's over my pay grade. Those are the <laughs> kind of things that just make no sense to me. And, and, and if I get twisted up in them again – my two brain cells get will trip <laughs> over each other. So honestly, I, well, I, I just got an idea. go dog on it. I wish it were happening, but I'm not going to worry about it. Well, Price, it what about what Jonathan said? Jonathan, you said something, and that's what I meant when I said we'd go to break, is that the crowd, the crowd for IndyCar here this time, I mean, last year was, it was not great. And I mean, I think, you know, if, if Eddie, Eddie is up there saying, I can fill the stadium and IndyCar is making decisions, uh, I think, whether or not the the uh, community is enthusiastic has got to be part of it. Well, and we'll see what kind of crowds he gets on back-to-back races, um, and, and let's see where we go. The bottom line is Na- um, both NASCAR and IndyCar are looking to take their brand to more cities, growing cities, and I think the Nashville thing that um, Indy have done could be part of this politics as well, which is Nashville, like Austin, obviously, forget the music for a second, um, is a town that people want to go to uh, and enjoy being in. And because there's live music and because there's things to do and good food and it's a beautiful part of the world. 
So Austin and Nashville are very similar in that respect. And, and obviously they've worked very hard to get the Nashville event. Um, I wonder if uh, Big Machine Vodka, who are based there, uh, who also sponsor both NASCAR and uh, some of Indy as well, could have had maybe uh, a part in that too. But so I, I don't knock Nashville for getting on the calendar, but that could have been another factor. Uh, officially, which I find odd, um, in the paper, in the Statesman, in the local paper, uh, Bobby Epstein declined to comment, which is not like him because, you know, um, I'm sure he would have had something to say. He may well have something to say down the road, but he kept his powder dry for now. And Dave Faust, the communications director for Indy, said it didn't fit our schedule, which, again, just seems like a bit of a throwaway to me. I know that does. It makes no sense. It's like the dates were not available to fit our schedule. That was the quote. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, you know, you can go through all the different dates and, and see how that played out. But but like you said, there was so much momentum. I, I just don't mm. get it. I don't know. I mean, I know COVID threw us off this year, but but still, but I don't know. I'm, well, don't I'm don't with... worry. Pat Ward's going to be the new champion. and <laughs> We'll have one in San Antonio and then we'll have his home race at Austin as well. Well, I'm with Price. <laughs> that would be great. I'm with Price. Yeah. I'm just ready. I don't understand it all. Come on, guys. Let's let's bring it back. We had the, we had the full deck, as you put it, Jonathan. Yeah. Hey, Price. I got to ask you yeah. how your yeah. how business is going. Uh, apparently, booming is what you told me the other day. A tread connection. Because if you don't know what Price does here in Austin, and this is not a paid plug. This is just me talking about one of the coolest ways to to do an automotive service. Is that Let's say you have a really cool car. You just bought yourself a new 911, and you need new tires because you've already been racing around and burned off all the rubber. Do you want to? Do you want to take it over to just anybody to go swap the tires, or do you just want to call up Tread Connection and go, "Hey, come to my house, come to my office, come to wherever I am, and get new tires put on"? Because that's what Price does now with Tread Connection. How's it going with that? Yeah, as you mentioned, it's uh, growing leaps and bounds. Some uh, asked me if I think its growth recently was because of COVID. I said maybe, you know, because people don't want to leave their homes or haven't wanted to, although I can tell you now traffic in Austin is uh, almost equally as bad as it has been, which is a good thing in my opinion. It's time for the world to open back up. Just be careful, you know. And uh, so I like it. Uh, Super busy. Uh, You know, it's like we're at the stage now. What's next? In other words, do we – purchase more equipment yet and continue to grow but yeah it's it's exciting and for me honestly uh, it's such great pleasure to go out and meet the folks that i meet because they're all okay bar one of two today the people that use us are car aficionados so i get to see the coolest cars in the world but more the people that i meet are just so much fun and so it's really been a pleasure for me and you know i was thinking about when you started this is that how (laughs) everybody's ordering stuff online now. So I guess the natural thing is you go to Amazon, order your tires, and I guess you're part of Amazon's vendor deal, and you just say, well, how do I get my tires put on? And you click on your link and get you guys to come out. That's right. That's one of them. We try to be uh, uh, partial to all those people, you know, Tire Rack, Amazon. I mean, you name it. That's our deal. Uh, you can also go to uh, tradeconnection.com, do the same thing order the service, order the tires uh, immediately. But, uh, you know, and then then again, we're blessed with Coda, so I'm one of the lucky ones. You know, we have people that like to take their streetcars and track them all the time. Um, you know, all I can say, guys, it's been it's been really fun. The growth in the year has been pretty stunning, so we're real happy. I'm almost uh, wary of the 
predicted coming of a tsunami, and that is the tsunami of people wanting tires at their home once they all figure out that we or mobile tire exists, not just me. Um, and, and that's almost frightful, you know, what, what can happen because it's a huge industry. If you think about all the people that go and sit at stores to have their tires changed, yeah. eventually they're going to realize that they don't need to do that with their lives anymore. That's what I mean by scary. That's a yeah. tsunami that's coming when that hits. And also, I mean, just in my experience here in the States, there's such a variance, too. You can go to one uh, dealer or one, you know, tire uh, provider, uh, and the same tires can be $200 different. So that that's something that has always annoyed me a little bit about uh, getting new tires, is that, is that you really do get a variance. And and am I right in saying, Price, it's, it's not just, I mean, you're known for your racing, obviously, but it's not performance tires that we're talking about. It's any anybody can get their tires done, right? Literally any tire. Uh, the other day, my wife had me out after a rain, I might add, some guy's farm, changing the front tires on his tractor and <laughs> other other implementa- implements that were buried to the axle. I was not happy, but I took care <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you, used to have a, you used to have a factory of people doing that for your car. <laughs> I did. You are correct. <laughs> uh, well, go, how's it go? Be careful for what you wish for. What goes around <laughs> comes around. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, that's awesome. Hey, Price. Well, I want to ask you. Uh, I want to. Yes. I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to ask you what about what you know. You heard about Honda pulling out of Formula One, of course. Yes. And saying something about about uh, going carbon neutral, and then the next day they said they're committing to IndyCar. So I don't know how that works. But, but to me, the sixty-four million dollar question is: What is Red Bull and Max Verstappen going to do now? Without, oh, they they can't bring their hat in hand back to Renault, I'd imagine. Well, I guess they could, but don't forget that the, I, I guess the rules, or, or or perhaps it's rules in the background of F one, that if if there's another, if there's somebody like Renault out there only producing, you know, selling engines to themselves or, or producing them for themselves. I think by sort of a, a de facto sort of default, if you will, they, they're they the ones that are automatically tapped to provide the engines for somebody else that's looking. But then you start thinking, well, really, today, who else is there? Isn't Mercedes tapped out? You know, it's like, and Ferrari, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. But, I, but from what I can tell, Renault's not doing too bad of a job. You just hope that uh, the guys at Red Bull didn't bury themselves with some of the things <laughs> they said yeah. during their dis- displeasurable moments. Well, I think I, I, to pick up on that, I, I think they did. I mean, if you <laughs> if you watch the drive to survive, Cyril Abatabal, who runs Renault, and Christian Horner, who runs Red Bull, I mean, they fell out publicly over this. Um, Horner was very, very critical of Renault, and I can't see any bridge being rebuilt to them, um, which I do then ask the serious question, then what? who are going to supply engines to Red Bull? Mercedes are going to McLaren. They're going to be tapped out. They've got right. Williams. Um, they've got, uh, obviously, um, Racing Point. Um, I can't, you know, uh, I, you know it, it's a very tough situation for, for Red Bull, who, you know, Mercedes, it doesn't make any sense for Mercedes to fight Red Bull against them in their own engine. Uh, Ferrari you know, um, have got a long way back now and that makes things interesting. But why would they be interested in fighting against Red Bull when they're going to be doing it anyway? Um, Renault seems to be their only option, which is a good option given the 
given the engine at the moment and how good it is. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I know that it would be a pretty hefty price I'd be asking if uh, <laughs> Horner came back with his cap in hand. You know, that's that's it's funny that you guys bring it up because at the end of the day, certainly racing is just another version of a circus. And I say that with all the good intent for circuses around the world. Just think of, think about it. When I the only thing <clears throat> excuse me, the only thing I've ever said to youngsters coming up is that everybody will always it's the, the world of racing or of any kind of circus is too small to be irritating somebody. So you may not want to do business with somebody at that point in time, but don't chap them off. You know, don't send them you know, don't burn yeah. a bridge that you send them down because you may have to deal with them. Well, bada boom, here we are. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. bingo. <laughs> yeah, a case in point. All right, guys. Hey, hey, Price. I know we yep. we're going to just get you for a few minutes. Few minutes, but do you have time to stay for a little bit longer? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion. We're going to talk a little more IndyCar, a little more Formula One, maybe a little more NASCAR. You listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas. Back after a quick break. When you're looking for traditional Tex-Mex, look no further than an Austin favorite, one in a million. Serving original family recipes since 1980 and located just minutes from downtown at 2300 East Cesar Chavez, one in a million has your Tex-Mex fix every day of the week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Breakfast is served all day. Homemade migas, enchiladas, and menudo. And try the Don Juan taco. Some say it's big enough to feed a family of four. One in a million. Online at oneinamillion.com. Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP-inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Talk 1370. Hi, this is Magnus Walker. Greetings from downtown LA, and thanks for tuning in to Speed City. Keep Austin weird and get out and drive. Pedal to the metal. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. I, Price and I were just talking during the break, and Price, you've, you've been working on your CBX. I spent the whole weekend working on my new workshop, 
and getting close. We've got the lift getting about to get it all done. Me and my son are going to have some fun out there. But what were you working on? You're working on a Honda 1000 CBX? Yeah, so, you know, 40-plus years ago when they built this bike, I was sort of, I don't know, middle of my racing, and uh, I always wanted one because the sound of it is spectacular. I mean, truly, if you put an open exhaust on it, it sounds like a Formula 1 car, literally. <laughs> it's not me just saying that. And it's a six-cylinder, and the engine's wide as you can imagine. And uh, it's just a, to me, it's just a perfect bike. It was like I had a BMW M5 V10 for a while for the same reason, the engine, just the sound of it. So, you know, after this thing had sat for years and years and years, luckily we sat inside. It it truly looks like the day it came off the showroom floor, but like anything, you can't let it sit there for too long or it's not going to run. So, you know, went through all the bits and pieces, and literally, I mean, I was stoked, guys. It, <laughs> I pushed the starter button, and within one and a half seconds, it lit off. Oh. I don't think it's run for 15 years at least. So oh, wow. Happy. Yeah. Wow. So what's the RPM band? It only revs up to nine grand. You know, back in the day, it was the baddest boy on the block. Yeah. But it uh, today, you know, I mean, uh, a good to come to lawnmower will whip its butt. But nonetheless, <laughs> the sound alone is fabulous. Uh, that's awesome. Well, you know that that just reminds me of what I think of Honda as a uh, manufacturer. Full stop. They are the. I mean, you know, I, I I drive a Toyota truck, and and if that's if that's something to be reliable then Honda is the next thing I would talk about. And that means bikes and cars. And and, and this, going back to this F1 story for a second, that's what surprises me. I, I smell something weird, though. Why announce this now in the middle of a season when Honda have had a terrible six years in, in Formula One where McLaren, and particularly Alonso, was very rude about Honda, and they were terrible with McLaren. Um, and yet, with Red Bull, they've come back and come back strong and now have one of the strongest engines in Formula One. And I find it a very odd time for them to announce that they're Formula One to go carbon neutral, given that they are the kings of motorcycle racing, both pretty much Superbike and MotoGP. Their Honda Civic is doing all of it in touring cars, the Acura. It's just about to get into your sport price uh, properly, uh, which is Le Mans and obviously DPI here in, in the States. Uh, they've got a great package there uh, to much success. And obviously we've seen what they can do in Indy and they've just re-signed with Chevrolet for the future of Indy. So they're not getting out of combustion racing. So it's I, certainly I just... a strange one. And, and sadly, it seems to me, though, the handwriting's on the wall. Will they ever come back to Formula One? Gosh, guys, I, I don't see that. But like Jonathan just said, why in the heck are they pulling the plug? I don't know. Well, and it's not good for Formula One and Liberty either because they've no. now got a situation where all 10 teams have signed the Concord Agreement for the next five years, including our own Haas Formula One. Um, so the both Alfa Turi, uh, Alfa Romeo, uh, and also so the old Sauber, as it were, excuse me, and, um, and and Red Bull are both looking for engines for next year, but are both signed up to race Formula One for the next five years. So uh, Liberty have got to scratch their heads a little bit and, and, and somehow make this all work. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and Red Bull, there is that deadline. There is that, that obligation, like you talked about uh, earlier, Price, where – Renault, or, or they would be the ones to have to because they have less commitment. And Red Bull has till August 1st of 2021 to put in that request for, they call it the default power unit supply, 
to, you know, they have to give that to the FIA. So, you know, but again, how do you negotiate and all that? This is going to be really, really an interesting story to follow, but I have no idea where it's going to end up. It will be interesting, you know, coming back out of COVID and seeing how things have changed. And obviously, look at it. I mean, uh, uh, in, in the worldwide specter of everything we do, things have changed. So it will certainly be a year of reset, if you will, sort of, sort of things will, you know, move forward, but it'll be interesting to see how they all move forward. Hey, Price, we talked about something else. You may have heard us at the beginning of the show, and I want to get your take on it. What do you think about Michael Jordan and teaming up with Demi, Denny Hamlin and, uh, and Bubba Wallace in, with a NASCAR team? Well, clearly, from my standpoint, it's, it's the coolest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> I felt for years, we could all argue that, you know, myself and others should have been voicing some of our concerns for years, but clearly I wasn't man enough to. But it, uh, I think it's fabulous that that uh, those guys are all getting together to help Bubba. And, 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 and frankly, to see, you know, and, and you listen to Ricciardo and see some of what Hamilton's doing, but, you know, it's time that, Others have an opportunity, and it, it boils my blood when you see others not consider uh, somebody uh, else just because they're not th- from the same walk of life as they are. And that, that just I, – I just couldn't be happier about what's going on between Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan for Bubba. Well, we've had Willie yeah. T on the show before, but, but let me go back to something you said. Do you mind if I ask you, have you – you know, what did you see coming up in that era racing price with when it comes to race? Well, you know, I mean, I never saw anything negative, but nor did I see anything where. Uh, so let's back up a second. So I lived the era of when you didn't have to have money to get started. So so there was, you know, there may have been some opportunities out there. And again, you know, I uh, sort of raced alongside uh, Willie T and. We actually, I think he'll tell you, we were pretty good friends because, to me, we were just two racers going, you know, going after it. And he uh, was unbelievably good, uh, no question about it. Um, and so I, you know, I never saw anything negative. But guys, I'm here to tell you, I didn't do anything positive to help some that I that I might have had an opportunity. Can I reflect back on somebody that there was or wasn't? No, I can't tell you there was any anyone particular other than my giving someone advice. Don't ever take no for an answer, blah, 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 blah. Push as hard as you can. Uh, and, and if you want it bad enough, it will happen. Well, certainly during the era that I grew up with, because there was no money concerns, nobody had to have money. If somebody liked you, or if you bugged the heck out of them enough, they'd give you a shot at it. Um, that's certainly what happened to me. You know, I bugged everybody to death until they got tired of saying no so many times. They said, well, we'll get rid of this guy by putting him in a car. And uh, But so, so again, it's just, I just think it's the right thing to do. You know, I, I you know, like all of us, uh, this whole change in society has been overwhelming and we're all coming to grips with it. Some of which is, you know, I personally find odd, but I still think in the, in the large S of the whole scenario, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that Michael Jordan is, and he said it, um, you know, that he, he wants to get more involved politically um, and socially, um, with social issues uh, in this country, he's the right guy to do it. Um, he has the wherewithal, the name, the backing corporately. I think Steve Phelps at the top of NASCAR um, is very progressive. The banning of the, the the Confederate flag was a huge step forward. 
obviously the scenario with Wallace and the and the and the news thing that came about and the and the way that NASCAR came out to support him was was huge. And I think that made a difference to Michael Jordan too. And instead of going into basketball, which you know, I mean, which is you know, obviously got a huge um, black contingent, I think um, Jordan is making a, a really interesting step into what is effectively a very uh, white scenario in motor racing, and I'm I'm glad he's doing it. Uh, I'm also glad that Roger Penske uh, this weekend uh, did their uh, started their uh, diversity program as well, um, and and I know that. Um, uh, Willie T is involved um, as well. Uh, and so I'm delighted because I think it is the right time. Um, sometimes things are done just because it's a fad to do so. But Michael Jordan doesn't do fads. He does business decisions. Um, he, he makes calculated decisions. And this is one of those. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm elated to see it. And uh, it's also be fun for me to watch Willie get involved just because, like I said, Willie was truly larger in life. I had such respect for him, and it was fun for me to see him go on and do some cool things when I wound down my life behind the uh, wheel. Another thing to remember that didn't Michael Jordan used to have a motorbike racing yes, team? He did. Yes, he did. He raced yeah. in, um, um, well, before Moto America, uh, the, the 23 Jordan race team. Uh, funnily enough, the guy I'm working with next week, um, uh, Jason Pridmore, uh, raced for him. And um, so uh, he always just doesn't get free Nikes. Um, but um, yeah, he had a t- team for about yeah, yeah he had a team for about ten years. Uh, and in fact, he actually Ducati actually had to make him some special leathers um, so he could go so he could do a two up with uh, with uh, Hayden one time at Valencia, which was pretty funny. I was there that day. So he's always been very interested in racing and motor racing. So right, and don't forget, you guys, you all know who Antoine Brown is. I do drag not- racer. Oh, Antron, yes. he's he's a magnificent human being. So it's also for me, it's all great to see some of this stuff coming to fruition for everybody. Now, Antron's already driving for one of the best teams there is. But for me, as a as a young man, I got to see him racing bikes, and he was the the go to de facto best of the best. And uh, you know, anytime a magazine wanted to see how quickly a bike could go in the quarter mile, they always asked Antron to come and do the work for him. But again. Another neat guy, and it's just it's just time. You know, I'm I'm happy that the world is stepping up and and opening all the doors they can. And, and and you know, okay, it should have happened before it didn't. Shame on all of us, but here we are. At least let's go forward. Yeah, I think it's great, man. And uh, with the power of Michael Jordan behind it, I think it'll get some attention. So, and we're going to get to Absolutely. see it, maybe. And, and uh, what were you saying, Jonathan, that I'm going to have to be the one that to interview Michael? Well, because... yeah, you're going to have to interview Michael because I I won't be able to reach up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very cool to interview Michael Jordan. I will, I will happily do that. Um, I want to talk about the um, the name Schumacher and how Mick Schumacher is going to uh, make his F1 practice debut coming up. How awesome is that, guys? Really cool. Very cool. Well, when you consider what is you know the path that his father sort of laid down for everybody and. And, you know, it's exciting for me, particularly considering the circumstances that, uh, you know, Michael is still under and, and we still sort of function outside looking in, trying to see what's going to happen. It's fabulous to see his son have this opportunity. Yeah. And just to explain that story a little bit, um, uh, an English guy, Callum Eilop, uh, and a and Mick Schumacher, the son of Michael Schumacher, 
will both get Friday uh, practice day um, with Haas and Ferrari um, in Germany, which is great. That's news. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff for sure. Yeah, and Formula Two is, is where he's leading right now. Mick Schumacher currently leading the championship. So he has proven that it's not just his name is that, uh, that the reason he's getting this chance, although it, it can't hurt. Yeah, well, that's good. Excited. I've met him, and I, I met him at Macau, and Price knows how valuable that race is to a young man. And yeah. he, he, was, he was fastest lap. He didn't win the race, but uh, he proved he was a force to be reckoned with. Um, and uh, I don't know how good he's going to be, but uh, he's certainly capable of driving Formula One. All right, guys. Hey, let's take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, one thing I want to talk get into a little bit. We touched on it, though, is the the new um, big development out at Circuit of the Americas that was approved by the city council as far as the rezoning of it. But we're going to talk that in a little more racing. You listen to Speed City. We're live in Austin. Back after a quick break. Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers, and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities, and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, V-Box, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky, the source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing, windingroadracing.com. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Talk 13.7, the right choice. This is Jay Leno from jaylenosgarage.com, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. It's John Massengill. I've got Jonathan Green and our guest, Price Cobb. And, Price, I wanted to tell you about this story. I don't know how much you've heard about it, but last Thursday, a couple of days ago on October 1st, the Austin City Council approved a huge rezoning for the 1,155 acres Circuit of the Americas to uh, for the possibility and of some big development, and in the pipeline already is an eleven-story hotel, a water park, and a children's amusement park. And this is what Bobby Epstein said ahead of the council vote. He said that that's happening. 
And by looking at the maps, you know how these things can change, but it looks like that it is on the um, across from the amphitheater over in that. So I guess you'd put that west of Coda is where all this is being developed, but but directly across the street, not like very far. In other words, you know, walking distance to the circuit and to the the main the main part of Circuit of the America. So that that's all been approved by the Austin City Council and a company called Arm Epic Logic Partners has signed up to do the to do the hotel and the water park. And they are saying that this could start construction as soon as next summer and might take 24 months. So the initial plan is for a 100,000 square foot indoor water park, 350 rooms and 34,000 square, uh, square feet of meeting and ballroom space. And the... Uh, the, the the zoning change allows for future future expansion for the hotel up to 508 rooms. So this is this is what we thought was going to happen back in 2012, back in 2012. when Coda was first announced. Well, it can only it can only do good things for people and, and continuing to educate them about motorsports. So selfishly, from my point of view, it's hmm. just, it's just a great step along the way. Yeah, and it. There's lots of different plans in there, including land use plans for 298 acres of open space, 11 acres of parkland. But I just thought this was too good of a story not to talk about because it just got approved on Thursday. So we'll see. You know, we've heard about other different projects going on on Dakota. Um, we had Bobby on, and he kind of chuckled at one of them that somebody was planning. But this looks like this has a really good shot at, at happening. And I think that... Um, I think it's probably about time. There's been plenty of growth out that direction. And as we all know, Austin continues to explode, and it just has to go. That's one of the few areas that Austin can go, really, from a development standpoint. It doesn't cost, a, you know, a zillion dollars a square foot. It's kind of out that direction. So I think this is a, a pretty cool story. Uh, there's another – John, I, yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I just want to match that up with the other story that, that, that was in the paper in the Statesman this week. And, of course, we know about it. But Tesla, obviously, Elon Musk – um, and his plans to go ahead with another uh, investment into exactly the same area, 130 and Harold Green Road. Uh, so right by the Circuit of the Americas or not that far away. Mm, very um, close. And he is building a huge factory there, which will employ a lot of people in Austin. Um, and he's going to be making trucks, of course. He's coming to Texas. And he's also making his, why, I think, uh, sports utility car. Um, but the obvious, for me, connection is that Elon Musk could easily rent the Circuit of the Americas for several uh, several days uh, to do testing. It's it's uh, as Price will know as as a factory driver. You know you you need somewhere if you're you're building a car or developing a car or an SUV or even a truck uh, to be able to test things out. And the Circuit of the Americas would be the perfect place. And Elon Musk is just settling in there. Yeah, that's again that's great news. You know you see a lot of these tracks around the country, if not around the world, that. They really do well. They're they're leasing or renting a lot of their track time out to manufacturers, so that this bodes well for Bobby. Yeah, and Jonathan, you left out something, and it's going to be a nice segue to the other story I want to talk about because Elon Musk is also talking about building their their big eighteen wheeler style truck here in Austin. Yeah. Wow! And Price, I don't know if you heard about this, but a the the latest company in Austin to go public is automotive related, and it's really fascinating because. It's uh, it's a company that builds. They take the name of the company is called Hylion, H Y L I I O N, and they take 
and price being, you know, engineering minded like you are, you're going to love this because what they do is they take your, ex they have multiple solutions, but the one that's most fascinating, I think it's furthest down the road with them development wise, is they take your existing 18 wheeler and they convert it to a hybrid. And so one of the axles that's on the truck itself, the rear axle becomes a hybrid, you know, actually becomes an electric. So then you have a hybrid. And so they're saying it can add, this is what I, maybe you'll know price. They said they'll add between 12 and 1500 foot pounds of torque, but only 120 horsepower, which that's fine. That's all you, you know, you want the torque with an 18 wheeler. I'm just trying to figure out how you make that much torque with only that much horsepower. But, but the, the, the fascinating thing about all this is that how much more efficient it's going to make the trucks, how much more acceleration it will give the trucks. As we all know, the instantaneous torque you get with an electric motor like that. But the, the fuel savings is going to be dramatic. And they, uh, they got enough interest to partner. Actually, they, did a, they joined the stock market via a merger. So it's a fascinating uh, solution. And another, you know, we, we talked about it many years ago when Coda came to Austin. And, and in fact, it was Red McCombs who said Austin's going to become Speed City. And that's where we stole the name. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, this kind of development, I don't know if this had anything to do with it or maybe it's just a tech town. But it's still fascinating that we've got this kind of uh, technology and, and automotive-related uh, business happening in Austin. Wow. So before we drift too far away, the torque torque is a function of, you know, actual twisting work done. And horsepower is a is a fictitious number. It's work done over time. So an engine that makes a lot of horsepower is one that can maintain its torque towards well up in the RPM range. So they're obviously on a big truck. Well you don't need a heck a diesel engine on a big truck doesn't spin the other side of twenty two hundred RPM, give or take a few hundred. So so that's why there's no real horsepower. There's no need for it. It's the torque that does the work in the first place. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. And that, that I've seen a couple of YouTube videos of these guys. They're test driving it, and you know, imagine another. Even if you are pulling eighty thousand pounds, another fifteen hundred foot pounds of torque would either maintain your speed up a hill or or help you pass. But that's going to be a fascinating one to watch. But and the good news is, great. Elon's trucks and these other trucks are all going to need tires. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Those are awfully big, though. <laughs> hey, good money. Boy, you're not kidding. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, hey, Jonathan, you put in our show doc. I like this story. Liberty Media has made an investment. Yeah, this is a, this is a sort of a left field uh, story. Um, but as you know, Liberty Media own Formula One, and they also own Sirius XM. And they have got – or Sirius XM are sponsoring uh, the Maya Shank car of uh, Jack Harvey. They have done uh, – we had uh, Jack on the show explaining how he got that deal because he met um, the Maya part of Maya Shank at, at a cocktail party or a, a <laughs> breakfast meeting and sort of said, oh, I'm a racing driver and you, you should sponsor me. And then that's how it led to Sirius being on the car. Well, now Liberty um, have also made an investment into Maya Shank Racing, and, and Price will know this, uh, that they, as well as IndyCar, they also race in sports cars. So um, this is, this is going to be a big, big, because they're a tiny company, um, a Maya Shank. They're, they're the little boys that can. They, they've never really done. This is their first full season, 
uh, an Indy car, let alone anything else. Uh, they've been involved in sports car racing and been successful in IMSA. But but to have Liberty, a company of that size behind you that obviously has a connection to Formula One, uh, is an interesting, you know, potential potentiality. But more importantly for Maya Shank, it's a big investor uh, just at the right time. Uh, did you hear about that price? And, and what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I'd heard about that. And uh, again, another piece of exciting news for all of us. You know, I know that uh, I've known Mr. Shank for years and uh, I'm excited for him. He runs a really good ship. Uh, like you said, he's always made a lot out of little. So, you know, all I can do is bode well for him and I'm happy. Yeah, that's I was surprising this just because of the size of them compared to Liberty. But hey, guys, I want to shift in a two IndyCar because two stories. I want to talk about the power unit, but also want to talk about the season. And we're down to one race. And who do you think you're going to win it, boys? Because uh, Dixon, obviously, but um, I guess Newgarden is uh, in the chase to to win. What do y'all think? Well, I, I write for a website in New Zealand, and I'm a bit of a Kiwi file because I go there every year. And so I'm a big Scott Dixon fan, and he really is, even though he's breaking the records of fellow Texans, uh, i.e. A.J. Foyt, he's creeping ever closer to Mario's number of victories. Um, I think he's only two away from that. He's looking for his sixth title, which would put him on a level with A.J. Um, and if he keeps continuing, he's 40 now. He's going to be interestingly joined by a guy called Jimmy Johnson next year <laughs> at Ganassi, which is going to be even more fun. Um, but I, I, I'm, and, and Scott Dixon has led this, this championship all year long and hasn't put a foot wrong, but is always with Indy. Um, we're coming down to a double point, you know, to a, to a final race, which is a street race at St. Pete in Florida. So it's a bit of a lottery and it's basically, uh, the five-time champion up against the current champion and all bets are off because Newgarten won this weekend and Dixon didn't have the best of weekends. So I've, I'm still in the Dixon camp, but um, I'm looking forward to a great, great finale. Well, I'm like Jonathan. I really respect uh, Dixon a lot. You know, sort of the, the, the guy that always keeps his mouth shut, knows when to speak, uh, proves himself with his driving Obviously, uh, Ganassi and the boys put a good, you know, pair of, uh, set of wheels under him. So it's hard to bet against him. And and as okay, he may not be the oldest guy out there, but certainly I think of Valentino Rossi and then Scott Dixon. You know, here's two guys that know how to continue on uh, as they get towards the apogee of their racing careers. Uh, it's pretty exciting stuff for me. Now that doesn't mean that I wish ill for Newgarden hardly. You know, but it uh, and of course the races. Uh, yesterday were pretty exciting, uh, you know, seeing seeing the guys Herta and, and Rossi uh, coming on strong towards the end. But anyway, it, it'll be a fabulous finale as it tends to be. I know. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I, I really, you know, Herta is third in the standings too, and he's been really fun to watch. I, he's, a, he's a breath of fresh air. We got to interview him here in Austin after he won, and he was he, he's very um, – he does. there's no pretense with him at all. I really he was a, He was a great interview, but – well, guys, we're out of time, man. Price, Cobb, thank you for coming well, on thanks, the show. Guys. Hey, My what's pleasure. the website for your Tread Connection? I'm sorry? What's your website for Tread Connection? It's just uh, Tread uh, – you're going to ask. The easiest <laughs> thing is just TreadConnection.com, but it might be Austin.TreadConnection.com. I don't recall. Just, just type in Tread Just Google Tread Connection Austin. Austin. There you go. All right. Well, Price, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Always guys. Enjoy thank your viewpoints.
See you, Jonathan. See you, John. All right. See you. All right, everybody. Thanks Bye-bye. for tuning in. And, of course, next week, tune in to our Formula One shows for the Nürburgring. Go to speedcitybroadcast.com to check it out. Talk to you soon. Happy trials. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.